This is ESPN 97.5, brought to you by Zada Jewelers. It's pretty dope. The absolute best choice. KFNC, Mont Bellevue, Houston. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Oh, yeah. You know what the sound of that is. It's money on my mind. I know you have money on your mind. There's about an hour till kickoff. You might be playing catch-up from from NCAA. Maybe catch-up from a few soccer losses. So let's get you back on the right side. Money on my mind puts money in my pocket in the form of the Detroit Lions at plus three and a half on my bookie, minus 115. It was at three this morning. It's moving the opposite way. Now, it opened at about four and a half, five, and it's moved down low because it, it, it got to that key number. We talk about three being the most popular number, the most key number in Benton NFL football, 15% of games in there. Anything outside that you give me three in the hook, I'm taking the Lions in a game that I believe that they will be able to attack that defense down uh, downfield. No Lattimore, no Jenkins. They have cluster injuries on the Saints. They have them on the offensive line. There's The, the defensive backs are hurt. Who does Breeze throw it down to? He's going to be checking it down while the Lions are going to be able to move the ball consistently. Give me Lions. I wasn't even going to give you this one. This is my, uh, I said yesterday on Twitter, this is my favorite play of the NFL season thus far. And people are going to say, man, you never make money in this NFL betting minus 14-point favorites. But I'm going to tell you right now that the Baltimore Ravens are going to house Washington. They're going to smoke them. I'm talking about somewhere along the lines of 33-35-13 of to 30, 33, 35-13 is where I'm telling you. You, could even, you can even do a pleaser. Forget the 14. Give up 20. Call your book and you tell them, hey, change this up. I'm giving up 20. What does that pay? Baltimore is going to house them. And another way you can play Baltimore, play them in teaser material. Get Baltimore, play them on a seven-point teaser, bring them down to seven, and then give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, basically, money line. That's all I got for you. If you want to check me out some more, go ahead and hit me on Twitter because I'll have some plays all day long. Nice. I like that one, Jerry, because Ravens are going to be angry, right? After getting their asses kicked by the Chiefs the other night, they're going to be out to prove a point. And then what does Washington usually have that, that team say, man, they're, they're a decent team. It's their ends. They're Both of their ends are missing today. How are they going to be able to stop that run? And you say, well, 14's a lot getting backdoored. Baltimore's a team that knows that they house guys. They like to beat them by 30, 40. They don't stop. They're a team that is accustomed. To, they're better playing from ahead. They, they're, they're not a good team playing, playing from behind. They can't pad stats that way. I don't see how McLaurin's already been hobbled all week. He could be a bust this week. He could be a bust. You get, how, how well can a 80% McLaurin beat up a Humphrey? How are they going to move the ball without that? No, and I just... I think they're going to struggle. I, I like the play. I really do. They're I know it's a lot them. of points. It's a lot. And, and a wise man will tell you, you'll never make money in this league betting in NFL giving up 13, 14 points. You're never going to do that. But in this situation, I'm telling you, that's 20. I saw last year when, when and it was divisional, when those Patriots played the Dolphins, and it was like minus 19, and they housed those guys. Yep. This, I think the gap in this is, is way bigger. The, uh, uh, I saw a stat on that. The Ravens are 36-0. and 0. Against a spread, against a double digit spread during the regular season, 
See? See, even more right there. House call. Hey, that's it right there. I'm telling you right now. And I wasn't even going to give that to you guys. It just, it just. But you guys were good. So you gave it to me. You guys been eating your vegetables, okay? And and you've been working hard all week. No, on a serious note, though, I mean, fire up that barbecue grill and you go in there and you tell your wife that you're going to get a Lamar Jackson jersey for the whole family. (laughs) Everyone's getting one. It's someone, you're a UT fan, you get a little Justin Tucker jersey yourself because it's, it's, Ravens are going to cook. I'm telling you, it's going to be one of those games that, before you know it, that first quarter is going to be like 17-0. And uh, how does Washington come back? Uh, they can't. They don't have the recipe. They don't have ends. You have to have a certain type of team to beat that Ravens team or compete with them. You have to be tough. They can't even beat them in the trenches. The two ends are out. How are you going to contain Lamar Jackson? They're not. And they're upset. They're going to be looking to prove a point. So fire on the Ravens. And what else we should fire on, guys? I have some flex plays for you. How are we going to contain you this week, everyone? How are we going to contain Josh? He's been on fire. This man's been hidden. Let's go right now to everyone's favorite segment. Josh, get flexy on him. This is making me feel a little flexy. Rod Stewart's in the house. I like it. All right, guys. This is the week. You know you love you some Rams running backs. Well, Daryl Henderson, get him in your lineup this week. Akers, he's not going to go. Henderson's going to get the touches. He's going to score a lot of points. James Robinson, we keep talking about him. Jerry, you know what I like about James Robinson is, remember how good a year Leonard Fournette had last year because mm-hmm. he caught so many passes? That's what James Robinson's doing this year for the Jags. He's been fantastic. Keep starting him. Mike Davis, hey, if you lost Christian McCaffrey and you've been starting Davis, he's been doing well for you. Keep starting him. Here's one that's kind of interesting off the radar a little more, guys, and it's Devin Singletary. I told you to start him last week because we saw Zach Moss didn't play, and he had a nice game, almost 130 yards. I think he caught like five passes, too. So in a full PPR, Devin Singletary's pretty nice. I know Moss is coming back this week, but I think maybe Singletary finally scores this week, and I think he's their main pass-catching running back. So in a PPR, I think he comes through for you. And Josh Allen's been terrific, Jerry. This offense is good. Go ahead and run Singletary out there. And here's one of my – this may be the one I feel strongest about this week. I think David Johnson gets it going for the Texans today, man. I really do. Put I mean, your name on I'm, it. Yeah, I feel like if not now, then when. It was a, a tough couple matchups the last few weeks, but he's looked good. So I think David Johnson, I could see the Texans trying to run this thing out at, you know, towards the end of the game. I know Duke Johnson might be going today, so maybe that gets into his touches. But I don't think enough for it to matter. I like David Johnson. Fire him up. A lot of running backs on my list this week, guys. So here we go. Ronald Jones. No Leonard Fournette. I think he's going to get more touches. I think you can lean on him a little bit this week. And face it, guys. With COVID and all the injuries going on, a lot of your options are kind of limited this week. So you're going to have to play some guys that maybe you don't trust every week. I think you can roll with him. At receiver, Devontae Parker, guys, as long as he's healthy, he's going to come through for you. Another one I love, Will Fuller. I like my Texans this week, guys, and it's because the Vikings are not good on defense. I think Will Fuller gets going. Tyler Boyd's another guy I like. We had a lot of start-sit questions about him. He's looking better than A.J. Green right now just as far as looks. And they're playing the Jags. I'm just saying, when you're playing Jacksonville, you might want to start somebody. And finally, I like Dalton Schultz for the Cowboys. I think he's a guy that, you know, you're worried maybe Kelsey doesn't play if another COVID out, you know, outbreak happens. Maybe Dalton Schultz, the guy you can use. And Mike Gesicki, I really like him this week. I think he could, I love it. Yeah, Gesicki, I think, could be huge this week. So put him in your lineup, guys. Those are our flexi plays for the week. That was Josh getting flexy. Put your shirt on back, boy. <laughs> he got a little bit too flexy in here. Hey, we've got about 50 minutes till kickoff. We've got a lot of games to run to. And we just heard that Brian Hoyer starting for the Patriots. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Yes. It's a party here on ESPN 97.5.
ESPN 97.5 is more talk and less commercials, which means more sports talk for you. That's awesome. That's just sick. However, it does mean less pee time for the hosts. I can't hold it in anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they'll be fine with this. ESPN 97.5. There's a little pee coming out of me right now. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Hey, welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. And that's the smell of the barbecue pit in the air. Nothing is more refreshing than that, right? That, that and then you hear your, your, your beer crack open, you know, 45 minutes away from kickoff. Life is good, and life is good if you can get in on this game, 713-780-3776, on any of this gambling at Moneyline975. We've got plenty of games to get into. Let's jump in. Let's do it. All right, guys, the game of the week everybody is waiting for. The Jacksonville Jaguars head to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Nice. Jerry, I know. You've been talking about this one all week. You don't even want to gamble on it. You just want to sit down and watch it. With the family. Yeah, with the family. Get dressed up. Everybody get around in their jerseys and just hang out and watch the Bengals. Well, it is in Cincy, and they are actually favored, believe it or not. It opened at three. Cincinnati, it's down to one and a half now. DJ Chark back for Jacksonville. I think he makes a big difference for them. But I'm kind of... Cincinnati, I know their offensive line is really bad. That's the main concern. Joe Mixon looks like he's going to play, but, man, he has been killing fantasy managers this year. And that's the thing with him because you want to sell on him, but he's getting 20-plus touches in every single game. 20-plus touches. It's hard to give that up. Even at 20-plus touches at a under standard in the league, under average of yards per play, let's say he runs three yards at 20 touches, He's still getting you points. It's just not the points that he should be getting you. Now, someone that is getting touches and getting you points is James Robinson. I mean, 17-plus touches for the third straight week. 17-plus touches. This guy's an automatic play every week. He looks great, and I said it in the last segment. He is putting up numbers like Leonard Fournette put up last season. Lots of catches, lots of fantasy points. So I think he's somebody. You just keep rolling with him every week. Be happy that you picked him up early in the year and just continue to start him. We like Tyler Boyd this week. I mean, it's against the Jags. You know, and if A.J. Green can't get going this week, it might be time to give up on him, dude. Yeah, I mean, this is where we got to find out who – the opportunity's there. Yes. We're seeing opportunity. That's why you don't want to sell on them just yet. But at one point or another, you have to say this. This girlfriend was no good for me. She's no good. I love her, but I'll see you later. That's what's going to happen with Green if he can't produce today. It's true. I mean, he's getting a little older. We've known about the injuries, but he's just not producing right now. And we know their offensive line's bad, and it's not going to be getting any better. And he needs to be able to get down the field to make plays. So that's a big concern. Uh, any, any gambling plays on this one? I'm kind of staying away. What do you think? It's got sneaky points written to it because I think Jacksonville can score. Yeah. Now, man, they got to do something about protecting Burrow, right? Yes. I think he's got 14 sacks leading the league right now. 18 quarterback hits during that Philly game by itself. One game, 18 hits. That's almost as many pass attempts as he had. That means he was getting hit on every single pass attempt. Think about that. Leading the league in, in, in sacks. They're going to David Carham. They are, and we, we're seeing it with Joe Mixon. He has no room to run. He doesn't look that bad. It's just there's no blocking there. So be careful with Cincinnati here. They're, they're, just, they're not good on the offensive line, and it's, 
we see that sometimes when you can have the best outside skill players in the world, but if they can't block it up and give the quarterback time to throw, you're not going to get anything going there. All right, this one's actually a little interesting. Let's move on to the next game, Dallas Cowboys. We have a lot of Dallas Cowboy fans that listen to this show. So, guys, here we go. We're going to talk some Cowboys for you. They are playing Cleveland. The Browns are coming to Jerry World. Jerry's already said he likes Odell Beckham in this game. I do, too. A little bit of a back concern, so keep an eye on that as we get closer to kickoff here, but or at least when the game starts because the inactives are already out. What do we think? Cowboys favored by three and a half. They're at home. You think they get it done? What do we know about the Cowboys? That their sack rate, 20th, 22nd in quarterback hits. They don't get to the quarterback. We know that they're missing multiple players on the defensive side of the ball. That's why I think that this is a spot for Odo Beckham to cut loose. But like you said, his back. So if you don't want to take that kind of, I guess, risk, go for Jarvis Landry. Someone on that offense is going to eat. Now, if, if, if I'm Cleveland and I'm game planning this from a coaching perspective, I think that you have to take the ball away from the Cowboys, and I think that you have to do that running. You have to take the, you have to let that time click down. So although it has that high total, I'm not sure they reach it. I always tell you it's simple to say, man, which games are going to have points? That's where I'm going to do DFS. Then you go look at the board and you say, this has got a high over. This has got a high total. This one's only 42. I'm going to pass on that. Look at games that can actually surpass the total rather than games that have a high total and never get there. I'd rather have a, a, a play a game that's over 43, over under, and it hits the total rather than have a 48 or 49 that doesn't get there, if that makes sense. Then you overexceed projections on this particular game. I'm not sure if they get that many points, but there's a lot of little hidden spots in this. You just got to find out where. I know that the uh, Dallas Cowboys tight end has been popping up in a lot of situations. He has, and I think he's a good play this week. To your point, though, I, I do think Cleveland has the ammunition to to run the ball here with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and slow this game down a little bit and possess the ball. I think that's got to be their game plan, right? Because Cowboys are just going to throw all over the field. I'll tell you the game plan. Baker comes back into his home state. He finds the first cheesecake factory, and the rest is history. <laughs> he hits the parking lot in his SUV, calls up one of his girls. The Browns win money line. Let's go to the next <laughs> Let's one. Let's go to the next one, guys. All right. Seattle in Venino Amiami. Here we go, guys. We, we like a lot of points in this game. At least I do. I'm pretty excited about Gesicki for the Dolphins this week. I think Devontae Parker, assuming that hamstring is okay, I think he's going to eat this week as well. And Seattle, I mean, how do you, how do you sit Lockett and DK Metcalf or Russell Wilson? I mean, you start these guys. Start them. Start him. Miles Gaskin has been popping up in conversations because he parlayed 27 touches, 95 yards, 75% playing time. Everyone wants him. Do you think that we see a regression back to somewhat normality? Not, not really. He's the best option they have. And Jordan Howard. He's what, a vulture. Yeah, all he does is he's like, remember when Jerome Bettis would just come in and get that one-yard touchdown? He's back a nightmare if you're, if you're an owner of, of the backfield and you're just like, yep. your guy gets you to the third th- th- three-yard line and then here he comes. And yep. No, 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 no. Bam, he gets in the end zone. That's what you're seeing here. Hey, I mean, you got to start him, though, after he comes off 27 touches. You have to. And another guy I like this week is I think Ryan Fitzpatrick could get something going here, don't you? Man, I'm, I've told Josh I'm playing in the two. Uh, it's like a 220 buy-in on a Fanduel for one team. And I told him, man, am I going crazy because I'm putting 220 lineup? I'm putting Ryan Fitzpatrick as my quarterback. Like everything, I always tell you it's about game script and, and all those. Okay, so this is a good little, uh, I guess, uh, advice. Game script. If a game tells you that one team's going to score, then the other team's going to come out of contact. They, they have to chase it. How does 
let's say Miami keep up with Seattle if Seattle's going to score at will. No, no uh, Byron Jones. Yep. So DK's going to run loose. Xavier Howard's can only hold him, uh, him or Lockett. One of them's going to cut out one or the other. Why not both? So they score, let's say, 28, 30, 31 points. That means that the Dolphins have to keep up. I think the Dolphins can keep up against a team that gave up the 32 uh, most pass yards, 31st as far as pass DVOA. That's where the Seattle Seahawks rank and no Jamal Adams. Yeah. So, guys, every week, look, you want to play the Seahawks secondary with your receivers. They, they are the worst. That is the matchup to target. So, fire on the Dolphins today. Start two on one side and one on the other. So, whether you want to go, if, you, if you're in cash games, it's real simple. You, and a lot of one, everyone's going to do it. It's going to go Russell and pair him with either DK or Lockett. Or you can take him with Carson since Hyde is out. You're going to get a lot of volume there, but there's risk behind that injury, right? And then you backdoor it with one of the Dolphins players. One of those pass catchers. Now, I'm liking it if you're doing one of these big turns. Tournaments, go ahead and do it the opposite way. Go Fitzpatrick with either Parker or Gazeki, right? Preston and Williams maybe is a sleeper this week. Preston Williams. One of those guys is going to go it. Uh, or, or what's the other one? Isaiah Ford, is it? Yeah, that's him. One of those guys. Uh, just pair them. I'm telling you, go two or three on one side and backdoor it. Go ahead and hit it on the other side with one player because you're going to get points back, bouncing back and forth. I like it. All right, guys. The Chargers taking on Tampa the Tampa Bay, as we like to call it now. This one's interesting. It's in Tampa. They're favored by a touchdown. I mean, you kind of worry because Godwin's not going here today. Does that influence how you see this game? Because he's not going to have his number one target. We're seeing Brady making targets. We knew that he was going to make a, a name of a Scotty Too Hotty, right? Yep. Scotty Too Hotty Miller. I think he's dinged up now, too. Yeah, he's. but supposedly he's going to play. But like you said, we talked about it. This is the prototypical... Uh, Brady type uh, receiver, and and you see him that you at, at this. What, what point, are you trying to say? What, what's prototypical? <laughs> no comment. No comment. But I, either way, I don't. I think they're learning how to play with whatever weapons Brady has at his disposal. They're not asking too much of him. They're leaning on the defense, and we knew that that defense yeah. was they could stop the run. We knew that they could create pressure, and that's what they're doing. Man, this game, it started at 45 over under. Now I'm seeing 42 and a half at some spots. I think it's got a little bit too low. I gave it out at 43, 43 and a half. I see points being at a premium. Uh, yeah, and Keenan Allen went bananas last week. What do you think about him this week? That's who uh, uh, Herbert trusts. Once you have that trust, especially as a rookie, and you're like, man, that, that's his bailout play. You know, we talk about Watson throwing it to Fuller whenever he needs a check down. He looks at Keenan Allen all the time. I think it's a, it's a good strategy to use that. Now, something that I wanted to ask you, what do you think about Tom Brady being top 10 QB1 two out of the first three weeks? It doesn't surprise me. He's been good. He's been a little up and down, but overall he's been okay. I don't love him this week. because The Chargers are actually pretty good on defense we saw them slow down the chiefs a couple weeks ago so don't sleep on them they can play a little bit that's why I, I, i'd like ronald jones this week i think tampa just tries to get out of here with a win they're at home they lean on the running game a little bit especially with godwin out so i i think this is a game where they control it and then they use the running game to just seal the deal you're exactly right and that's why i like that under to be honest with you the, my handicap was everything you just said let's get out of here in one piece also three passing touchdowns is all the chargers have allowed three passing touchdowns that's it the chargers also seventh fewest passing yards they can stop the pass so then when you're going to do 
shorten the game. A lot of running. And then on the other side, what do you have? I gave out Austin Eckler earlier. Yes. Austin Eckler, because the Bucks are going to be able to create pressure. They can stop the run. So then how do you get it into the running back's hands, an extension of, of, of the run? You, you know, you throw it in his – get him out in space. Eckler, even if he's getting negative, you're still catching those receptions to catch that reception prop. And I gave it to you over at – my bookie, the reception prop, Austin Eckler over in receptions. Hopefully, you can still get it at five. I still like it at that number. And then let me tell you something about gambling. It's one thing to to get up here and make some good bets and and get all your hard work that you've constructed, all your stats, all your trends, and then you go and you win. And then Monday morning, you wake up and then you say, "Man, I'm going to withdraw it all. I'm going to take out the family. We're going to do this, you know that." And then when you go to withdraw it, there's, there's nothing to withdraw. There's no one – there's no customer service on the other end. There's no one to speak to. There's not anything to, to bounce off and say, hey, can you send me some Bitcoin, please? You know, There's nothing. And that's what I've lived with for about 15 years on and off. I would find a book. I would win a couple grand. I would wake up Monday morning a little hungover, and then I would say, hey, I'm withdrawing this. And then I would never get that money. They would say, yeah, it's going to take a process. You have to send in this. You have to send this verification, and it's going to take about 12 days or something. By that 12 days, the next week it comes along, and now I'm gambling the money I had. By the time that they say, yeah, you can withdraw a little bit. Don't, don't, don't spend this all at one place. Telling me how I'm going to withdraw my money, then I already spent it. That's something that you don't have to worry about at my bookie. Gambling is one thing. Gambling and on the gambling, that's another. I'm not about that life. I'm about getting free deposit bonuses, 100% to be exact, using promo code radio. Use promo code radio at mybookie.ag, or if you're already a member, I've told you last year they threw me a, a $25 free bet for my birthday I looked in my uh in my email clicked it $25 seven way $1,000 so basically my bookie gave me $1,000 and that's what you can do at my bookie go ahead and, and have some fun it's Sunday morning and we're going to get you some more bets coming up again promo code radio mybookie.ag you're listening to ESPN 97.5 we're taking a break okay that's cool is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. 30 minutes till kickoff. 30 minutes until you put some new money in your pocket. That's the plan. That is the plan. Hopefully we can get you on the right side of your fantasy plays, and hopefully you can beat up on your opponent this week. Shout out to everyone in the Moneyline Fantasy Football Leagues. I've been getting beat up myself. It's tough, right? Like there have been so many injuries. What was that stat you gave about how many starters are already out right now? Over twenty five percent. Twenty five percent, and that's I mean that's what you deal with. And this year it's even worse, man. So hey, that's why you listen to the show. That's why we do this thing. We try and put you in the best possible position. You just and that's a funny thing. People ask me about fantasy football, and really you're just betting on what's most likely to happen. You know that that's all it is. Sometimes things are going to be fluky, and you can't avoid that. You just want to bet. Who's the guy that's most likely to score the most points this week? And then you just hope for the best. And that's why I give you the theory of game script and stacking. Because if you have to guess and predict from different games to say, okay, this little piece of this game is going to work. 
this little piece of this game rather than saying if I could collectively put the whole game script together in one game and it goes the way I said, then they're going to keep firing each other. These two guys are hidden. This team has to respond. If you start putting it together like that, then you man, you already beat one level of the game. Then when you say, you, I want to beat that next level, how do I catch those big ones? You start thinking about what they're thinking about, if that makes sense. You start thinking, okay, it's real simple. Anyone can game stack, so then how are they going to game stack it? It's more probable that they're going to they're use the Russell Wilson to lock it or Russell to DK. So then you start saying, can I run Russell Wilson with no wide receiver, AKA naked ladies out there, not Russell being naked, but running them naked with no wide receivers. Or can I, what if, what if Russell runs it in instead of throwing and what if he has two rushing touchdowns, but only one passing that's still three touchdowns. How can I attack this? How can I hit it on the bounce back? What if the, the Seattle Seahawks start off slow and Miami's is, is, is has a small lead and then they start relying on the run. How do you attack that? Do you go to the backfield? Do you go back in those 27 touches from last week? Again, you have to tell the game script and your odds of get, predicting it correctly are much better. They are. And that's why and you got me into this, I love live betting. You know, I, I get a feel for how the game's going, if there's a lot of points early on or if not. And you get a feel for how the other team is trying to attack, the, you know, their opposition. And then you can make bets based off of that. And that's that really helps me. When I can watch a little bit of the game and then make my bet, I, I feel a little better that way. And that's the thing I tell you about handicapping. Again, another, another I guess, a tip. When you handicap... You should start with answers. What do I know? Do I know that they're going to dominate on the offensive line or defensive line? Do I know that they're going to have some time? Do I know that these guys can get open? Okay, what do I know? Then you have question marks. Those question marks are what either lead you to a saying, man, it's too much of a question, I can't bet it, or I'll find out. That question mark becomes an answer within the game. Once you start watching the game and, and you get that live bet, you start figuring out, oh, there's my answer. So it's not that big of a deal that I was throwing in my question. Or you start saying, man, I knew it was going to be a big deal. I knew that was wrong. Now you have answers. Let me give you an answer here, Donnie. Let's go over to the HRP listener line. He has a lineup question. What's going on, Donnie? Hey, what's up, fellas? What's going on? What can we do for you? Uh, I, I got a quarterback question. Uh, I got two. I got Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen. Which one should I start? Well, I don't think you can go wrong with either guy, but like Jerry mentioned earlier. I don't think so. Yeah, you're right. They're both great. But Jerry mentioned earlier, we think the Ravens are just going to run all over the uh, the Washington football team today. So I'd go with Lamar. I'm with you on that. I think this is just a spot where this is you, – you, you, uh, they're going to use this as a scrimmage, let's call it, okay? Like almost like a scrimmage. You have a bad game against – Kansas City on national television, a team that you're, you failed to beat the last three times all because Lamar can't get you from playing from behind. This is where they come out and have a lot of yards after catch. All of a sudden, you see Lamar up there, four or five total touchdowns. He runs a long one. Yep. No defensive ends on either side for the Washington football team. They don't have a way to sustain drives. How do they keep the ball away from the Ravens? Whenever you have a team that a big spread or something like that, you say, well, they can keep the ball away. How are they going to sustain drives? It's going to be a lot of three and outs, boom, short fields, maybe some turnovers. Lamar, hey, Lamar's going to have a game today just to prove it, not only to, 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 to you watching it, but to himself. He has to, like, he's one of those guys. Yeah. Like, man, I'm about to get off right here. Five touchdowns. No doubt about it. And, you know, the thing with Las Vegas is they are terrible against the run. So, yeah, Josh Allen does run, so that might work out too. But that could also mean guys like Singletary go off against the Raiders because they are very bad at stopping the run. Yeah, and I'm with you on that one. Let's 
go to the next games, man. We're running out of time All right, here. let's do it here. I think the next one we have on the list is the Giants heading to L.A. to play the Rams. Big point spread on this one. Started out at 9. It's up to 13.5. Jerry, what do you think? I like to look at the Rams' backfield. That's where you have to start because they're the team that runs the most. At yes. the highest clip, they like to run the ball. Daryl Henderson. He's popping up start everywhere. Him. Start him. Start, start him. Start him now. Start his brother. <laughs> start whatever you got to do because he's going to eat today, especially in a game that has a, a double-digit point spread that tells you the game script's going to say they're up X amount of points in the second half. Let's start running it. I think so. I like all these Rams here. I I, I like Woods. I like Cooper Cup this week. I, I even like Goff this week. I mean, I just the Giants aren't very good. How about the uh, Rams' defense? Do you think that they are a liable play with the struggles of Daniel Jones? He yeah. takes sacks. He gives he up turnovers. He like crazy. Yeah, he does. It's just he always trying to do – he has to do too much. I say, man, he always tries to do too much. On the Giants, you have to try to do too much, and he's just not that guy. He has his moments, but he also fumbles. He throws a lot of bad picks. He just has to do too much. He does. I, I, I love everything about the Rams here. That's a big spread, though, man. Thirteen and a half. I, I don't know if I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go there, but I do think that the Rams are gonna win convincingly today. And yeah, like I said, Los Angeles enters Week Four, leading the league in carries, 111 rushing success, 60 percent, and they rush it at 58 percent on neutral uh, situations. So no matter what, they're always running the ball. They rely on it, even when they're down. They rely on that run. No, no doubt about it. All right, let's move along here. This one, we weren't, see, we weren't sure if we were going to see it. We're still not really sure if we're going to see it. But New England, Kansas City, at least for now, it looks like it's going to happen on Monday night. Going to be one of the early games. Point spread is now up to 11. You said uh, Brian Hoyer is going to be playing some quarterback, right? Hoyer. Hoyer. Hoyer starting plus 11. I'm not sure that I've ever seen a Belichick team get double digits, much less 11 or more. What do you feel about that? Man, I I just think Kansas City is so good that, and they're at home. I could see them covering this. I mean, they just blew out the Ravens. I mean, they're going against Brian Hoyer. I don't know if you're familiar with a Brian Hoyer quarterback team, but I'm pretty familiar with that from uh, watching the Texans all these years. I remember how Brian Hoyer did in that Chiefs playoff game where <laughs> they got blown out and the game was over in about the first two minutes. So I'm all over the Chiefs here. I, I start all your Chiefs. The, the Patriots, 26th in the league in quarterback pressure allowed. So Cam was playing under pressure. The Chiefs, fourth in creating pressure. Expect Hoyer to be running for his life. I think so. And I think we, we get to that running back question with New England, right? Like, who do I start Burkhead or do I start Sony Michelle or now James White's back? Be careful here because, A, you don't, you don't know who Belichick's going to go to. And they're probably going to be chasing points. So it makes me think maybe Sony Michelle could be a dud in this game. Yeah, it might be a Burkhead game again. Yeah. Or White. Or I White. Mean, just, I don't know how, again, you have to think like how Bilicek's going to think. He's, he has to take it out of that team's hands. He has to minimize possessions in this game. To do that, he's got to rush that ball. Yes, he does. There's no doubt about it. But Kansas City just looks unstoppable right now, man. I just... They look so good. I can't bet against them and, and watch a game for sure. That's not something I'm going to do. Especially Last week, I said I even went to Twitter. I don't think we'll ever see the Chiefs under Mahomes during his whole career get more than three and a half points or three and a half like they did last week. That was a gift from Vegas. No, and the, we were on that one. We yeah. talked about that. I was like, man, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens or Chiefs won. So I'm taking the points. And you know what? Real early, we knew how that was going to go. And then you, all you heard was Ravens, Ravens. Everywhere was Ravens. This is the moment for Jack. And you're thinking, how is he going to open up a 
a wide enough margin that throws Mahomes out. Don't forget, Mahomes was down by double digits in every single playoff game, and they won. And we've seen Lamar Jackson in playoff games. Once he gets behind, he's not that same dude. You know, he nobody can front run like Lamar Jackson, but when he gets down, they have trouble coming back. But today he's going to front run. Oh. They're going to win by 25 or 30. Yeah, he's going to front run 30. Put your points. kidney. I'm talking about <laughs> kidneys. Put your grandma's kidney. She might need a new one, but hey, put it on there. Ravens house them. They're going to do it. All right, quickly, let's move it along here. We were asked about Josh Allen. They're playing Las Vegas Raiders. Buffalo on the road. They're still favored by three. And, man, they look good so far this year. What do you think, Jerry? Cluster injuries. We're seeing them to the offensive line of the Raiders, to the uh, to the uh, receivers. You had two guys that were rookies already starting. The two rookies are hurt. Who's coming up? And you feel like they're going to take away Waller, right? And then they don't have anything else. I think maybe it's a Hunter Renfro day. You know, if you're desperate. Where, do, where does Waller rank as far as tight ends now? Because he gets such a big share. I mean, he he's the leading guy as a tight end there. Do do we pencil in Waller as a top four or five tight end going forward no matter what? Typically, yeah, but you worry that he's just they don't have to account for anybody else. So that's a big problem for me is that, I just you know, with rugs getting hurt, they just can't really threaten you on the perimeter. How about your boy, Jacobs? He, you've oh, you've man. been on him since last year. 26 touches per game is what that guy is getting. That's, I mean, that no matter what, if they're successful or not, you're in. You are. And look, when your quarterback is Carr, you can't put the game on his shoulders. You have to be able to run the football. And you can tell Gruden loves Jacobs. So if you drafted him, you should be pretty happy. He's going to get a lot of work. From a betting standpoint, Bills minus three seems like it should be a play. It just sometimes seems too easy for me, but too many injuries. I think this is another spot where Josh Allen takes another step forward into the MVP conversation. This is one of the games that I fired on. I played it like it's already been played, as they say, Jerry. Doom, doom, yeah. doom. So, Locks. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in on Buffalo minus three here. I just, I feel good about it. Josh Allen just, he looks like the real deal. Josh Jordan says so. Yep, and hopefully they don't prove me wrong. I just don't see all the uh, the Raiders are going to score enough points here. So I say, give me the Bills. And. If you do have money on it and you want to listen to it, ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Ooh, there you have it. Nice plug there, Tyler. Yeah, we're playing a lot of games lately. 97.5 is a great place to catch all the games over the weekend. And uh, I think that's going to be a pretty good one. I'm excited. That's what I do on the way home because I'm driving here and I'm, I'm worried about what's going on. I shouldn't be looking at my phones. You, should, you shouldn't either. So you just turn it on. 97.5 and catch the games and listen to it until you get home. That's what happens with me. That's the best thing. And I don't want to be that guy when I'm pulling up my, my, my bookie on my phone while I'm driving. Switching that, lanes. Yeah, that, that's a bad idea. You want to you know, maybe pull in a parking lot and pull up your my bookie on your phone. But that's one of the great things about my bookie is in the middle of a game, you can recognize something, pull out your phone, jump on my bookie, and you can place a live bet. It is the best. And, guys, we've been telling you. Well, we tell you all show every every single Sunday. This is the perfect time to open up your account because now you have college football, NFL's just getting going. You have the NBA playoffs, baseball. Astros are in the playoffs. I bet on the Astros the other day uh, in that twin series and made me some money. So this is the perfect time to do it. And you just want to go to mybookie.ag and your promo code. You're going to put in radio. If you deposit two hundred bucks, they'll put in two hundred bucks. They will match your deposit one hundred percent. It is the best way to do it. And like Jerry talks about, you don't want to gamble on gambling if you win you want to know you can pull out your winnings and you don't have to worry about that with my bookie it's quick and easy you can do everything on your phone it's fantastic and 
there's so many things to bet on. Now, today is the day. If you haven't opened up your account, today is the day. Promo code radio. Go to mybookie.ag. You bet, you win, they pay. You going to answer that? To call into the HRP listener line, dial 713 780 ESPN. ACA could be tweaked, reformed, or repealed in the future. But for now, employers must comply. Visit hrp.net for help. This is Money Live on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. It's the last segment where we ain't never scared here. It's time for kickoff. It's time to not be scared of our bets. It's time to be confident in our fantasy starts. We got uh, questions coming here. And what's the hot parlay? I'm telling you right now that I would couple something like the Lions at plus three, something like the over in that Dolphins game, and then you could plug and play a few things. I like that under in that Tampa game. Uh, tease it. Don't be afraid to tease Tampa to money line uh, as well as the uh, Ravens. Tease them down. Um, what else do we got here? Do we got any games to get into before I get into the last of the stardom sit Yeah, we got two more games to go, and we just had somebody on Twitch talking about the 49ers, so let's jump into this one real quick. Eagles playing the 49ers this week. That's our Sunday night football game this evening. Man, we've seen some rumors about Carson Wentz maybe getting benched. As they should. Yeah, like he is not playing well, and I get it. He doesn't have a lot to throw to. I mean, it feels like an Ertz game. I know who's going to get the ball thrown to him, Greg Ward. Yeah. Do you start him this week? How are you firing him up? Obviously, if you if you picked him up in season long, you did it because you had a hole. How high how high up do you have him? How much do you, I guess, give him a boost for the lack there of weapons on the Eagles? Yeah, I think he's a he's a number three receiver or a flex play. It, it's hard to be excited about anybody in this Eagles offense except for Miles Sanders. I think, you know, you start him every week. He he's a great player, and he almost had another big play last week that, that they didn't quite connect on. So I, Miles Sanders, I'm good with. I think Ertz, if, if if you're worried about Carson Wentz and he's not playing well, then I think you try and make it simple. You get him some well-defined throws to Zach Ertz, move the chains. We know Dallas Goddard's hurt, his, you know, bad ankle injury. He's not going to play. So it's not getting any easier for the Eagles. But I think Alshon Jeffrey might be back next week. Is I believe that's what's going on there. So, yeah, this week, you know, maybe Ward, if you're desperate, is a number three wide receiver or flex. If you look at Ward, the last eight games that he's played, he has 682 receiving yards. I mean, so he would be on pace over a 16 game season to have over 1,300 yards. I don't want to be on pace, guy, but he gets the snaps. And usually, whenever you see Ward starting, it's because there's so many injuries. So yeah. that goes to tell you, whenever there's opportunity, he does his thing. I think that we see that now. Hakeem Butler got that's goes to show you how much the Eagles run two tight end sets that they went and picked up Hakeem Butler, the receiver, the old receiver. They got him as a tight end now. Some people were saying this must be a misprint when they saw that tight end Hakeem Butler had signed to the Eagles. But no, that's what he is. They're converting him to a tight end because they run too, so much two tight end sets with Goddard out there. And to me, is that a good idea? I mean, 
you don't usually see a lot of two tight end sets in the NFL because no. they don't work that much. They better be studs. The, yeah. It's, again, it's the copycat league. You go back to when the Patriots were able to do it, but when you look at those two tight ends, and I hate to even throw up Aaron Hernandez as 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 some star, but let's 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 talk about what Hernandez was in between the lines, and he was a monster. He yeah. and I mean, imagine if they would have kept. That little time when they had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez, they were unstoppable. They were, but the Eagles don't have this. Even Ertz, as good as he is, he's just kind of a possession guy. And Wentz isn't Brady. No, God, no. (laughs) And their offensive line is, man, they're really struggling with injuries on their offensive line. How about your boy, George, here, Kittle, Kittle? (laughs) Here, Kittle, Kittle. I think, look, if he's starting, you drafted him early for a reason. You know, get him in your lineup. But, I mean, obviously, Garoppolo's not playing, so this could be a little tricky. Anything from a gambling standpoint? Do you like this? Anything? I mean, I, I honestly, I, I've looked at it 20 times and I can't come up with any kind of bet here. I mean, nine points feels like a lot. And it's moved. It was at seven yeah. 24 hours ago, 12 it, hours ago. It, it's been all over the place. I just, I don't know what I'm going to get from Car- Carson Wentz each week. You know, I, I have no idea. And we talked about betting on what's the most probable thing to happen. I have no idea what Carson Wentz is going to do from week to week. I could get you something probable to bet on. Miles Sanders and his touches, 23-22 in the last two weeks. Go ahead and fire him up as far as receptions or yards or anything that is tied to Miles Sanders because he's getting his opportunity. He is, and we've seen the 49ers, their defensive line, they've had their share of injuries. You know, no doubt about that with Bosa and, you know, some guys going down. So I think there might be a spot for Miles Sanders. And if you drafted him, man, you're starting him every week anyway. You know, you took him early. You want him to come through for you. So that's where I am with this one. Do you expect a lot of points? The number, it's funny, the number hasn't changed. It's been at 45 and a half since it opened. It's ugly. Yeah, I, just, this, yeah. I don't even know what to think. No, I, I'm with you. All right, well, let's get to the – I think this could be an exciting game, Atlanta versus Green Bay. I want to see if the Falcons can cough up another game late, Jerry, because they seem to be famous for doing that every single week. I can't believe the Bears pulled that off. And they got some injured guys. We don't. Julio Jones has been banged up in and out of practice this week. Calvin Ridley, same way. A lot of unknowns here. And this is a Monday night football game and the late Monday night football game. You better have some options if you're counting on Ridley or Julio, and, and I'm one of those people. Matt Ryan, quietly, top seven QB1 results week the, the, the last two weeks. We say quietly because there's so many other big names that he gets swept under the rug right now. You're not hearing anything about Matt Ryan, no. and he's out there smashing. He is, and that happens, right, when you're losing close games. And, and he's the guy from 28-3 to three in the New England Super Bowl that, that is famous for choking games away. Is it a Todd Gurley blow-up spot considering the Green Bay Packers allow the NFL's second most receiving yards? I worry about Gurley. He just doesn't look the same to me. You know, I get your point with the matchup against the Packers, but he just he doesn't quite look right to me i I'm, Gurley's a guy that i was avoiding in drafts because i just i was worried that you know the arthritis in that knee was going to rear its ugly head again and it, he just doesn't look like he's moving like he used to i think the falcons coaching staff agrees now you're seeing brian hill come in and he's doing more he passing looks quicker. down he bu- he busted the 35 yarder last week how about as far as options for the guy that has those guys calvin ridley or julio and he needs secondary options who do you have? Do you have a Russell Gage right there waiting in the in yeah. the in the I mean in the shadows? Gage, I think, is the, the healthiest out of those receivers, and he's been banged up the last few weeks. But this week, I think he's the healthiest. His was more uh, a concussion, right? So I I think he's a guy that if you picked him up, you can probably use him this week. I expect the Packers to score a lot of points. Aaron Rodgers is playing some great football right now. Lazard's out. 
Rodgers has played Dan Quinn four times, right? 11 to 2 touchdown to interception mm-hmm. ratio. 1,072 yards in four times they've played. I'd love the Packers here. A crazy stat that I came up on this week after uh, breaking down some trends. Teams going into their bye week are like 68% against the spread since 2011. The over-under is 72% since 2014. So, again, not all trends are created equally. So you ask yourself, is there any explanation to this trend? And you say, okay, how does a team going into bye week, what would you think their mentality is? You would think that they say, hey, let's get out of here, especially a team that's been winning. Let's close this out. But you might be checked out defensive-wise a little bit, right? So you might allow some points. That's what you see here. Again, teams going into the bye week are 68% around, uh, against the spread, but the over is over 70% to the over. I mean, to winning, you see that. I think that's a prime spot. I think it's a, a 34-27 game, somewhere around there. Yeah, I think the totals the biggest of the week. It, this game and the Cowboys games at 56.5 is the total. So they expect a lot of points in this one. You know, what about Devontae Adams? We, we're not sure if... We think he might. He showed up and at least got in a limited practice, I believe. That's a, that's what's interesting here is you have Devontae Adams banged up and you have Julio and Calvin Ridley banged up. So there's a lot of uncertainty. You got to have MVS here, Valdez Scantling. Yes. You have to have him here waiting. And I mean, you say, man, you have to have him here because all these injuries. He leads Green Bay in air yards. He's he's their speed. You know, he's that guy for them. But he keeps dropping passes. That's part of the problem. Now, from a betting standpoint, do you think the Falcons can backdoor this? Of, of course it's possible because they're a good offense. But just for me, the way everything's gone wrong for them, I think the Packers can cover the seven at home. I don't feel great about it, but that's the way I would lean. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right there. I think I'm going to be on the the over. I, it, by the, if you wait, if you're going to hit this over, hit it now. Because if you wait, by the time that that primetime game comes around, last one of the week, it's going to go over. No, I'm totally with you. So, But, you know, obviously Aaron Jones, you're rolling with him this week. He's going to be huge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, give me the Packers here. Yeah, I'm not. uh, Yeah, Maybe even teaser material, but just give me the Packers here. I just, too many injuries to the Falcons. No, I'm with you. Aaron Rodgers is playing so well right now. I just, it's hard to go against him, man. And the Falcons have a lot of injuries. All right. Any uh that's the last game I think we got on the menu. Uh any last questions on on the Twitch line? Let me check it out. Um Gaskin or Gurley? Oh man. I I think I might go Gaskin, you know, like 28 uh, touches. Yeah. T Higgins or Odell Beckham? Oh, Beckham. And look, Higgins, he's been getting going, but I, I'm not I'm not benching Odell for him. All right, that's the sound of the alarm. You know what that means. The show's coming to an end. Before we get out of here, though, we got to put our name on something. Josh, what are you putting your name on? I like David Johnson this week and the Houston Texans. I think the running game gets going. I think David Johnson comes through for you. I would start him with confidence. There you go. And now we have Tyler. What are you putting your name on? Man, obviously, I... uh... I don't know that the Texans are going to be as crazy, but just for the sole fact that I traded away Deshaun Watson in one of my leagues yesterday, uh, he's going to go off today just to spite me. <laughs> it's a rule, right? Yeah, it's going to happen. And it's funny because we don't usually put our name on the same game, but I'm going to put right. my name on one Willie Fuller, Sir William. Oh, Willie. Your Majesty, Sir William Fuller's going to play like a king today. 
Two touchdowns, over 100 yards. Texans win. You heard it here. Willie Fuller, Chili Willie, put him in your lineups. Ooh, two touchdowns. That's huge. Two touchdowns, and one is going to be a bomb like a 50-yarder. We hope we bombed it for you. Hey, it's three minutes till kickoff, and I'm going to sign off for the crew like we do every single Sunday. We appreciate the hell out of you tuning in this early. It's Josh Jordan. It's Tyler Scott. It's Jerry Bonos with a Z. Peace. You're listening to ESPN 97.5.